The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is And Friends. Woo! Yay! I see we've still got the thing up here that says, as well as a brief explanation. I thought that. Explain who I am? I think so. Just do another one. <sighs> it's episode two. I'll start, then Tommy, and then Kimmy. All right, welcome to And Friends. I'm Sam. I'm Tommy. And I'm Kimmy. All right, welcome to And Friends. Since you don't know me, I'm Sam. I like uh, I like video games. I like. I just recently got into Minecraft again, which is... Oh, boy. Proud thing to say. I yeah. just deleted Minecraft off my computer. Really? Yeah. yeah. You can't Aww. do that. That's illegal. Oh, too late now. It's gone. I hit the trash empty you, button. Even if you don't play it for years, you have to keep it. I mean, I have it also on a, for my Xbox, so it's it's not fully gone. <laughs> do, you, do you have to have the same login for your Xbox, or is it like a completely different thing? Um, That one... You know, it's to not be even honest, the same purchase, is it? no, it's different completely. Like, I don't really think you need to have the same login whatsoever. I just remember, <laughs> I think, just starting and playing and like, yeah, it's not That's the same. Nice. Cross-platform buy would be nice. <laughs> well, I think you can do that, like on the phone. Like, you can you can like log into other people's servers on your phone, so it's like a getaway of not actually having to buy the game, except it's on your phone. Hmm. Yeah, I already have enough games I'm playing on my phone right now. I'm yeah, too right. obsessed. The new I Harry Potter got... game just came out. Yeah. How is that? Oh, it's you... it's like the new po- it's like Pokemon Go but Harry Potter. Well, yeah, it's the exact same company, but yeah, I I didn't I don't know because I was like I know that when Pokemon Go came out it was horrible at launch, but like now it's gotten better. So like, is it good yet? Well, because well, it... probably from that one it was like a trial and error with Pokemon Go, so it's actually yeah. a lot better. Well, it's like Pokemon Go is like huge now because they have uh, that Pokemon Go meetup down at the parks in Chicago um, all the time. They had one this year. They yeah. Had it yeah, they do it every summer. Yeah. The only thing is like they still had bugs for the longest time. And I guess like you can now add people as friends, which it was what you can do already on Harry Potter in the beginning. But with Pokemon Go, you couldn't do that in the beginning. And then now even if you try to add friends, you have to like butter them up with gifts before you can and then it's it's just it's really weird you have to gift your friends yeah like to get your friends you have to you know well no i mean you become friends and then you start sending them gifts because that's just handing each other free stuff huh yeah but there was i was told like it was hard i don't know i don't play i stopped playing pokemon before they did all the fun updates because i was so sick of it oh and then i when i tried to play it again recently they deleted my account what Wow. <laughs> yep. Starting from the beginning. What'd you do? Did you cheat? No, I took my time. I did I was very <laughs> far. I was like on level 30. I was doing great. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, by the way, you're deleted. I'm like, I'm not starting from zero again. Not with this stupid game. Oh, that's a great plan on Pokemon's side. <sighs> it made me so mad. <laughs> um there was a town in Germany that Neo Nazi Music Festival. This has a much happier ending than you'd expect. (laughs) Well, because you you hear the term neo-Nazi music festival. First of all, you probably have questions. I know I do. (laughs) I don't really know what's the latest and greatest in neo-Nazi music. But the the whole town basically just tried to slight them in in the most German way possible by drinking all the beer. (laughs) Because... 
You go. No, I was gonna say I'm surprised they actually got the music festival like scheduled of all things. Right? But then like apparently the cops in the area uh put some alcohol ban on the on the music festival for safety concerns, so then they confiscated all the alcohol. It was like over a thousand gallons of beer. And then all the local citizens just started going to grocery stores and liquor stores and buying all the beer they could get their hands on (laughs) just to make sure the neo-Nazis can't have any fun. (laughs) See, it just shows they weren't being prejudiced at first by letting them have their festival, but they just, you know, took away the fun part of it. (laughs) They're like, you can have it, but you're not going to enjoy it. (laughs) They they said it, but a little bit more slurred. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of a good point though. Like, um, it's st- they're still like allowing them to do it because they're considerate people. Um, current events. We've kind of been in current events, you know. We have to label it news. Yeah, because now if we label it news, we get to hear Ron Majors say it. <laughs> Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. Every once in a while on the show, like every 10 minutes or so, can we just call it news just so we can play it again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to throw it in people's face. That's right. We got connections. <laughs> we have all the news. So the only thing, or I should say more accurately, that you know has been in the current events, I should say, um, for this has been Keanu Reeves. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. I don't know. Maybe because I'm a female, they probably cater towards me more. No, I don't know. I've seen a lot myself. He's all over the place. Yeah, he's done. He's now, you know, he had John Wick 3. He also is going to be in a new video game. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know what Cyberpunk 2077 is or about, but apparently he's going to be in it. Yeah, it's like... um. It's like a giant free roam game. Think like Red Dead Redemption, but with robots, I think, in the future. Well, because Cyberpunk 2020 was the original. It was a tabletop RPG. Um, and then it was made back in like the 80s when Cyberpunk really hit kind of its genesis. And so now they had to age it forward to make it 2077 since, you know, 2020 is a little too close. And we don't have cybernetics yet. Um but it's pretty cool stuff. Interesting. I don't, I've never played the game or never heard of the game, but I might actually play it just because of how detailed it is of Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. yeah. They said oh, he yeah. has the second most lines out of anyone in the game. Really? Really. Yeah. He's going to be a pretty yeah. major character. So it's like Keanu Reeves the video game. I hope so. <laughs> People are like, they said there are a lot of romance options, so fingers crossed that Keanu Reeves is one of them. Oh, God. <laughs> He was also in a new uh, rom-com movie, too, speaking of romance. He basically played himself, though. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Um, My girlfriend was watching it. It's that rom-com with the guy from, um, oh, shoot. Uh, Isn't he in Fresh Off the Boat, or am I thinking? Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I think it's it. I don't watch that show, and I haven't watched this movie yet. I didn't even know he was in it until I saw a scene, and he basically just plays himself. Oh, yeah. But it's because I've, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh. I'm trying to look up the names because they're it's bothering me. It's Ali Wong and Randall Park. Yeah, Ali Wong, yeah, and Randall. No, not Ali Wong. I was gonna say I didn't think it was Ali Wong though. I thought it was. It's it's Randall Park. Yeah, it. Randall Park is the guy. Sorry, Ali Wong is the is the girl here. Gotcha. Yeah, see, I haven't seen that yet, but 
I mean, between that and then his new making uh, or another Bill and Ted movie and toys, the new Toy Story, which I did not know he was in it. He's in a lot of like damn shit this year. I haven't seen the new Toy Story yet, but I heard he was he was pretty good in it. He plays like some like like badass. I mean, it's, he seems to play badasses in most of his roles now, which is awesome. Some yeah, right. Fits. Even though he's sad. I like that. I like that just everybody at once was. They all had him secretly as a part of their project, which means he had to be under like nine NDAs <laughs> at once. And all of them have to be sitting there thinking like, we're the ones who got Keanu Reeves. And when we reveal it, it's going to be so cool. And then he just started revealing like 8,000 different things. And they went, crap, crap, capitalize on the surge. We got we to gotta reveal while we had the chance. We're, we're in Keanu fever. Keanu Reaver. No, that's not even like there was actually a petition because people are in the freaking Keanu fever. They want him to be Times Person of the Year. Oh, I would, I would sign that petition. You can if you want to. Do they actually have one? Yeah, there's. It's on like change.org. I actually, when I first found out about it, there was they only required like seventy five thousand signatures, but it passed it. So now it's like at one hundred fifty thousand signatures. But the thing I wonder is, this site change.org always has petitions and people put it up. Does it actually go through? I don't know what it would mean to go through because it's just like a random website unaffiliated with whatever it's always being sent to. You know. Yeah. So why do people continuously make these petitions? Let's get in. Let's get a little bit of a touchy subject. I, I, I don't know. I know they got really negative. Like, why do we even people try this? But I always wondered because uh, I don't know. I think it can make a a point to to some people. Like they'll like a, a company like maybe even Time might see this and be like, wow, there's actually a lot of people interested in seeing him on the ballot here. Like maybe we should throw him on. But at the same time, you could say something about kind of slacktivism here, just being like putting a putting your name down on a virtual piece of paper and saying you did something. It's like the uh, SpongeBob thing for the halftime show. I think that was a change.org thing where they they all signed a petition to have SpongeBob play Sweet Victory at the halftime show. Obviously. Oh, that's right. Well, I just I don't know. I've always seen change.org and I think I guess that's the first time I've ever actually seen something. But as you see, it was only like. It was kind of like a fluke. I do have a lot of interest in just how this new Bill and Ted movie is going to come out. Because I'm like, at that time, I feel like he fit that part so much more. Now you look at him and you see like all these badasses, like what we're used to seeing now out of like the Matrix and John Wick and stuff. And seeing him going back to like most excellent is going to be really weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a dopey Keanu. Yeah. I think that would probably be like the most challenge then for him recently yeah. because between that and the Toy Story, like that's probably like he doesn't seem like this serious, like dark, mysterious man. He's going to be like, you know, stoner or happy dude. And we're not used to seeing him like that in any way, shape or form. As long as they execute, you know, Bill and Ted well, because you know how reboots happen and then it just it turns into something that's just like, oh, this didn't need to be made. But I don't know how you can mess it up because honestly, it wasn't a good movie before. It was fun because it was like designed to be horrible. Yeah, you have a point. And no one really remembers the second movie, Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure. Isn't that the one where they go to hell? Yep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like I really need to see it. I've seen like a little bit, but I feel like it's also easy to get it mixed up with Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> see, I haven't even seen that one either. Oh, definitely don't. Oh, oh, you should see it. I, I like it, but that's because I like Tenacious D. Yeah. 
I'm biased. I like Tenacious D, but I don't love Tenacious D. I think they're just like very comically refreshing for me. I get that. Yeah, I, I, it's. I think it's the the Jack Black aspect aspect to it because I'm I'm not that much of a fan of Jack Black. I think he's like the singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers if he wasn't in a band, but still singing Red Hot Chili Peppers lyrics. That was a long stretch. <laughs> but there's there's one person out there going that makes perfect sense. <laughs> one person is understanding that. He's like, I get that. <laughs> It's no one here, but it's one person. <laughs> so basically, uh, I would say more in current events, but since Keanu Reeves has kind of been the top thing and anything movies and everything, that's that's kind of all I have for you guys. We stand on the brink of thermonuclear war with Iran and Keanu Reeves. That's that's the number one thing on everyone's mind. <laughs> I don't know if that's darker. Like you're dropping- That's a serious act of aggression. <laughs> <laughs> dead bodies just falling from the sky because they're definitely gonna like just you know, okay that then going down a very dark path right now <laughs> stuff it's fine keanu's immune to fall damage it's true and he <laughs> might be in cyberpunk 2077 we'll find out oh no he definitely is i think he's just immune and if you can actually kill keanu in 2077 i will be sad i would sooner end my own character's life than than even risk his yeah, let's go on something happier than killing Keanu's. Right now, we're going to go into Florida Man. Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Man. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We do this bit. All right, we're going to step into the wonder wor- wonderful world of Florida. They're their own world. After this, I, w- I want you to tell me if you still want them on yours. Um, so I have three great stories from Florida. The content is great. What happens in the stories might not be so great. Um, but the first one I have is Florida man threatens co-workers with a fillet knife, then strips naked and passes out. D- do you want to know how this one pans out? Is that not the end? <laughs> Does it get better? <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, Florida man aged 46 was arrested on charges of disorderly intoxication, criminal mischief, resisting with violence and battery on law enforcement officers. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office deputies were called in to Nicholas Seafood. The co-worker had been drinking while at work, became belligerent, and refused to leave. The employees told deputies that the Florida man... Deputies? <laughs> employees told deputies that the Florida man grabbed the fillet knife, but they took it from him. They said he then stripped naked and began walking around the property before passing out in the business's office. When deputies found the Florida man, he was naked and asleep in the office. They told him to get dressed, but he cursed at them and tried to slam the door shut on them multiple times. As he was being arrested, Florida man told deputies he was hoping for death by cop and refused to get back in the patrol car, kicking them. Deputies said they used a taser gun to subdue him. Could have been death by seafood. Oh, not death by chocolate. That was a seriously dark moment as he's hoping for death by cop and you've got to make a pun? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. When I heard death by cop, I was like, death by chocolate. No, but that would have have been a great story if the drunken belligerent man was just yelling, death by chocolate. Red velvet. (laughs) Jeez. Red rum. He jumps on a tricycle and starts paddling through the hotel that is Florida. Uh, yeah. 
Anyways, <laughs> on the other side of the Florida world, Florida man throws feces at a judge during trial and misses. <laughs> um, Happy ending, really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the Miami Herald reported 33 year old Florida man was sitting in a wheelchair next to Miami Dade circuit judge, uh, Lisa Walsh. When officials say he tried to throw his excrement at her, it did not reach her. And there were no jurors present during the incident. Witnesses say dozens of correction officers responded and the trial was moved while the courtroom was being sanitized. Miami Dade court circuit spokeswoman, uh, also says that the Florida man defecated on himself in his holding cell the day before. She didn't have to add that. <laughs> she chose to add that. Jurors subsequently acquitted him of his burglary charge. So he was in the right is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess he got off scot-free. So basically what you're saying is how to get out of things is you just need to throw feces. P- pretty much. Um, although they're not sure whether he's going to get charged for it, but they are sure he's going to get charged for a Grand Theft Auto case. Oh, that's okay. So he's still. (laughs) What charge would you get if you got like for throwing feces? Like, you know, assault of a. Is that really assault? What if, you know. It's assault with a smelly weapon. Uh... Is throwing feces at a person. It's definitely a crime to throw it at a judge. <laughs> I feel like it's a crime to even look at a judge wrong. I'm deathly afraid if I ever have to go to court. The the wonderful uh, wonders of Cora. The question is, is it against <laughs> the law to defecate in your hand and throw it at someone? Answer. <laughs> Public defecation is illegal outright. Oh. Uh, so there's well, something he can get for it, though. Even spitting on someone is considered battery. Really? Yeah. So, what about biting someone? Ah, I don't. Know. I mean, that's absolutely assault. I mean, that's what if it's in self-defense well, mode? That, yeah, I was about well, to say self-defense changes everything. I mean, even well, now that that would clear you of biting and spitting. Would it clear you of shitting? If I am <laughs> in self-defense, shitting and throwing it at my attacker, am I now in the right? I think your attacker would stop and question why you are shitting in your hand. Well, first of all, he's going to question if it's worth mugging me. He's like, obviously, there are people with more money and less (laughs) – more money and more inhibitions that I should be robbing right now. Yeah, and less issues. Hey, we'll be right back. Stick around. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. I was at the temple on Monday. I was walking into the temple, and I held the door open for a pretty attractive older woman. I'd say she was like in her early 70s, maybe. And she goes, well, thank you. Are you here for the seniors event? Oh, ouch. Oh, let the record show she was kind of hot in a 70-year-old kind of way. So I'm like, I mean, are you know. listening to what you're saying right now? <laughs> Minutia Men with Rick and Dave, the Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. What would that be, a GMIF? Uh, oh, a my grandma? God. oh, my um, God. Stop. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And then uh, lastly, inside an olive garden, uh, Florida man doesn't know how to eat. Where all good stories start. <laughs> Uh, this one occurred outside of an Olive Garden in Naples, where police were dispatched to deal with a man who was allegedly disturbing customers, according to the Miami Herald. When the cops arrived, they found the man shirtless on a bench, shoveling spaghetti into his mouth with his hands and reeking of booze, per a police report uh, from the police. Uh, the employee who made the call to authorities said the man had been asking patrons for money and yelling expletives outside the restaurant. 
then came inside and began to cause a scene. Cox what do you tried know? to yeah right. My, my future self got me got that time travel machine working all after all. <laughs> Cops tried asking the man now identified as Florida man uh, what he was doing on the bench, but arrested him for disorderly intoxication after he responded by muttering obscenities. As the Herald now so wonderfully points out, they offered them uh, they offered him some paper towels to clean the pasta off his face before they cuffed him. Once back in the squad car, <laughs> this is my favorite part. Jeez. Once back in the squad car, Florida man allegedly continued to cause a commotion and flailed around so hard he smashed his head against the partition and had to be treated at a hospital. He was later transferred to the local jail and also charged with resisting an officer. I like as you go, and this is my favorite part. He had to go to the hospital. <laughs> Some guy who shoveled spaghetti into his mouth is hauled into a police car and then he's just in the police car flailing about and then bashes his head and has to be taken to a hospital. Don't get me wrong, I agree with you, but <laughs> it's funny. And that's why I'm never going to Florida until the next time I go on a free trip or want to go to Disneyland or want to be somewhere warm. You just, you go to Florida specifically to hide in Orlando amusement parks? Yes. That's why anyone goes to Florida. That or South Beach, I guess. That's true. Well, you never know who you're going to meet there. Hey, guys, it's promo time. Oh, boy. Promo time. My favorite time. This week is back to you. You guys hear it? Back to you. Back to who? Back to you. Me? To you. Oh. Well, it's legendary Chicago TV personalities, Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Ba- who? Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Oh. Hey, Tommy, do you know what they do during their, during their show? Uh, yeah, I do. And and I'm gonna say that again in just a moment because I'm gonna because I'm gonna I'm gonna read it now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, they talk about life, travel, food, and a whole long list of things that bug them. And you never know who's gonna stop by. They got a lot of famous friends. Back to you is an Opie show and is available only on Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead; it just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. That sounds like a great show. Hey, Kimmy, are you gonna listen to it? Well, yes, Samuel, I will be listening to it. If you want to listen to it, you can listen to it at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, and you can just search for Radio Misfits or go to RadioMisfitsPodcast.com. Hey, that was good. Do you guys want to get paranormal? Yeah. Do it. You take one haunting. Or one ghost. Add in a Kimmy. And she provides you with paranormal stories. Ooh. It's regular normal. Well, this one's a little bit different. Different? Because you know how everyone is so obsessed with serial killers? Well, you can even go on a tour to contact one. Excuse me? Which one? Well, okay. So Wisconsin is... Famous for cheese and Jeffrey Dahmer. Wisconsin. Woo. So, you know, he is... Cheese and Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> well, you know, I, when you think Wisconsin, you think cheese. In this case, we're thinking cheese and a serial killer. Same diff, really. Dahmer notoriously killed, dismembered, and in some cases, ate 17 men and boys from 1978 to 1991. Was it eight or oh, 17? All right. I can't believe it went to 1991. I thought it was like only a 70s thing. Well, he, he oh. did it for a long time. That's Manson. Oh, that's Manson. Right? 
Oh, yeah, he was only the only the 70s one. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, their parts were basically discovered in his apartment, including three heads in his fridge. Wow. This Milwaukee monster, he had homosexual fantasies and would drug and rape his victims. He was busted in 1991 when one managed to escape. He was sentenced to 900 years in jail, but was murdered in 1994. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was the bit about homosexual fantasies? He is—is is it so wrong to have a fantasy? I can't enjoy a good Brian Reynolds movie. Well, the thing with him is like he thought it was wrong. Like he's having these homosexual fantasies, and I guess you know oh, that he probably acted out on it. Yeah, and but that's why he would you know rape them and kill them oh, okay. and eat them. Yeah. Okay. I mean that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's more of a uh, of a sex murder fantasy than it is. I think that's more the key point here. I, I'm. I'm- I'm more interested that you said that your homosexual fantasy is a Ryan Reynolds movie, which also makes me beg the question, why do you have homosexual fantasies about Pikachu? Well, not that one. Damn. (laughs) So this is how it gets a little bit paranormal. You heard about Jeffrey Dahmer and what he did. Well, you can also experience the history during a tour called Cream City Cannibal. It's a gruesome walking history tour down the same Milwaukee streets where the serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, poached seven of his victims before taking him back to his apartment for dinner. Which is kind of scary, because what if they're just the dinner? Oh, you know you know what that's kind of like? That's kind of like the Jack the Ripper tours that they have. Yeah, but do they have it where they even try to contact him during the tour? I don't think so, no. Well, you know, they <laughs> think that Jack the Ripper might have been a woman. Really? Oh, yeah. There's like a whole thing still going on because no one solved who Jack the Ripper was. Yeah. Crazy stuff. But anyway, the only reason I know that they did this is because there's a show on Netflix called Dark Tourist. If you ever check it out, it's about dark tourism, which is basically like tourism and traveling to places where like death and tragedy happen. Totally weird, but totally cool. Yeah. But yeah. So you see them trying to contact. But what would you even say to like a widely known serial killer? And does he even approve of this tour? I, I I don't know, because, cause like, how, did, did they ever get a response from Dahmer, from the, the person who's doing, like, the seance or anything? Or Well, the guy who did the show was skeptical, so they didn't really show much of it, and I don't know, um, like, are you guys believers that a ghost will actually respond to you guys if you use that type of contact? I feel like it's the same odds as calling a payphone and getting someone to pick up. You're comparing the afterlife to a payphone. Well, I'm just thinking about if they're in the afterlife, chances are they've got 8 million better things to do than just answer a random Ouija board in the area. Well, you know, it's it's a great idea, though, because, I mean, like, if there is, like, an afterlife and, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer is all obviously in the hell version of that, do you think that's, like, his own living hell is to have to take phone calls from tourists? That would be hell to me. Right? <laughs> well, doesn't contacting a ghost rely on the concept that they're stuck here on this plane? And not like 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 they're in that kind of limbo, huh? The rules have always seemed shaky to me. Do we call them to this plane, or are they stuck here? Are they bound to it in some way? Yeah, because then that would mean like something in Jeffrey Dahmer's life was like unresolved, and he had to be a ghost. I mean, so, he was eating and killing people. What do you think? There's probably a lot of resolved, unresolved issues there. <laughs> <laughs> the one that got away, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it, though. He was sentenced to 900 years in prison. And he never got to finish. So that's what's unresolved. <laughs> I imagine the jurors were just like, all right, we can't kill him. So we just have to figure out some random number. How about 900? 
All right. Well, they came out the first time and said a gajillion years. And they said, you have to come back with a real number. Yeah. Well, all I know is that if you basically want to ask a serial killer some questions, just take a trip to Milwaukee. <laughs> That's just, that insinuates that Milwaukee's just full of serial killers. <laughs> well, well, is it wrong? No. <laughs> Uh, don't hate us, Milwaukee. Have you guys ever wondered what people taste like? Or like cannibalism would be like? <laughs> I've actually had more wonders about what dolphin tastes like. And that's honestly... Oh, I've tried it. Really? Yeah. How is it? It's weird. What does it taste like? I, I don't know how to describe it. It was very... God, it was like chewy. And I don't like it chewy. I knew it. I will say puffin tastes really good, though. Really? And sh- Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whale tastes funny. Whale tastes funny. You've had whale? Shark is like, reminds me of uh, uh, sardines. Really? Yeah. I'm like actually curious, with, with dolphins especially, does it taste like kind of fishy? Does it have a seafood feel to it, or is it its own thing? You know, when I saw it, I thought it was a steak. Huh. Really? Yeah. So, or maybe that was a whale. It was very dark, and I just remember two of the dishes. They just—I couldn't tell what they were. They didn't look like fish. They didn't look like anything until I started eating them. They're like, by the way, this is that. I'm like, are you serious? Did it have the skin on it still? No, these were cut up pieces because we were at like um, like a tapas place or those like whatever you do to do like a huge like shared like bite sized thing. So it's like you wouldn't be able to tell what it was. Yeah. All right. Um. All right, let's round it out. Kimmy, you wanna you wanna end off the show? I don't wanna end, guys. But I do wanna end because I wanna know what the next episode will have, and it only can happen if this episode ends. It's true. I mean we could gen we can honestly go on forever, but that would just mean we'd have to listen to a four hour long podcast. Listen, subscribe, rate, and friends on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Just search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo spelled backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Distributed by Ed Silla. Radiomisfits.com. We'll see you next time on And Friends. I'm Kimmy. I'm Sam. And I'm Tommy. Signing off. The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'd also like to state that uh, I don't have any AC, so I, I'm, I'm a gallon of sweat. And you heard it here, folks. Kimmy is a gallon of sweat. We'll see you next time on And Friends. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we'll talk about types of used cars to avoid. Plus, is nitrogen really worth it for your tires? I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, and Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. <laughs>